Hello and welcome to the Awaken Your Business podcast. My name's Tyson Sharp, and if it's also your mission to heighten consciousness, yes, you are a light worker. And it's in this podcast where you execute that heart's mission by integrating your spiritual and business growth. This is what I call stepping into the role of the heart-centered CEO. This is the version of you who knows the numbers, you know how to grow an audience, you know how to create more impact and more income. But every business strategy is done through the filter of love, compassion, consciousness, and contribution. So when you're ready, take a deep breath, and I'll see you on the inside. These are the amazing calls where we just take some time to breathe. We take some time to get present. And, uh, and we definitely just heal those inner triggers when it comes to business. And so no doubt a lot of people uh, have triggers around selling, triggers around uh, getting outside their comfort zone, releasing a new product, being in a space of dealing with uh, of people online and being judged, right? It's, it's crazy how much of a growth and expansion it is to build a business online these days. It's easy and simple in some regards, but it brings up our biggest triggers. And I think that's the biggest gift, right? The biggest gift we can have is to walk outside our comfort zone by following our heart and simultaneously life shows us our triggers. And why is that? Because whatever we're being triggered by is clearly just the side of us that we need to look at, that we need to hold space for, that we need to love unconditionally, right? So feel free to type in the chat, what has been some triggers? What's been some triggers from this week, from today, from the last five minutes, right? From me holding everyone up, trying to start going live on Facebook. What are some triggers that have been coming up for you guys so that I can channel this conversation in a way that's targeted to your, your growth as well. You can even just explain, is it other people? Is it marketing? Is it sales? Is it content? What in your world, in your world of business is triggering? Liz says, adding another thing to do, adding another thing on my to-do list, content related. Great. What else, guys? Also, um, for those of you putting in comments, if you want everyone to see your comment, make sure it's set, your chat set to all panelists and attendees. So judging myself, fear of, of coming off as pushy. Totally. I'm not sure if you guys checked my last post on my Facebook that I also turned into an email. It was all about selling and, and that fear of being pushy. I can't get clients because I don't, I don't, because people don't like me, what I'm offering, which ironically is helping people with triggers. Yeah, totally. Money is triggering. Beautiful.
Barbara says, I got a bill today for a course that brought up shame because I had done nothing with it. Awesome. Beautiful. Now, whatever's coming up in you is coming up because it's ready to be seen. I can guarantee you there are many parts of you, many triggers that aren't coming to your conscious awareness right now, right? They're not coming to your conscious awareness right now, but what's coming to your conscious awareness are these triggers that you've just explained or the ones that you're consciously aware of today or this week, because they're ready to transcend, right? They're ready to move on. They're ready to be looked at. This inner five-year-old that holds a belief about what needs to happen in order for you to feel enough, in order for you to feel loved, in order for you to feel safe, is coming to your conscious awareness to be seen, to be loved, to be understood, to be heard. And it's only in those moments when it's actually able to transcend or it's actually able to move on. So while you breathe deep right now, you might want to give space. You might want to give permission for this inner five-year-old to just feel however they want to feel to believe whatever they want to believe, think whatever they want to think. And just hold the loving safe space for that inner five-year-old, that inner child who's scared. And just breathe with it. It's offer a different depth of surrender, a different depth of allowing. And while you do that, you can also take a sip of your tea. So hold a space, just feel whatever feel is coming up, whatever emotions are coming up, whether it be fear, doubt, worry, stress, anxiety. And while you feel it, while you feel it physically in your body, and while you allow those sensations to be there, you can also realize that the more you focus on the physical sensations and you focus on observing those physical sensations and allowing them to be there, the more you start to realize that it's not actually that bad. What is an emotion? An emotion is just a vibration. An emotion is just a vibration in your body. And here's the crazy thing that I realized after coaching hundreds of business owners is that the only thing stopping you doing what you know you need to do is an emotion, right? It's an emotion. The only thing stopping you from achieving what it is you want and doing what you know you should be doing and doing what you know is your heart's leap or your calling that's outside your comfort zone is an emotion, an emotion that you don't want to feel, right? No matter if it's to do with judgment or failure or going broke or, you know, separating from relationships whatever it is, 
what you're truly avoiding is the emotion you think that will bring, right? But if an emotion is just a subtle vibration in your body, then what you're really avoiding is that vibration. But what you can start to realize and remind yourself is that when you actually allow that vibration to be there, it's actually not that bad, right? Unfortunately, we grew up in a culture that where we demonize negative emotions and we think we need to be fixed. I can guarantee you it's coming up to be felt, to be seen, to be heard so that you can access a deeper level of truth and a deeper level of who and what you are. Now that's powerful. You are capable of that. I like to believe we have emotions that come up and they wouldn't be coming up if we didn't also have the capacity to hold a space for them. As spiritual beings, you have the capacity to hold a space for anything that comes up. Anything that comes up. Whether you want to tap into that ability is another question. But I can guarantee you, as a spiritual being, you can't not have that ability. So is this landing for a few people? Feel free to type in the chat. I guess people can type in the comments as well if this is on Facebook. I'm not sure if it's live on Facebook. <laughs> I, think it, uh, I think it might be, but hey, feel free to type in the chat. Feel free to type in the comments if you have any questions, if you, have, if you wanna share anything that's coming up for you. Uh, because I, I, if, if this is landing for people, if this is resonating, then I'm more than happy to continue on this tangent. So Laura says, it's good. Elizabeth says, so good. Jamie is on board. Elizabeth says, if, I, if, I, if I'm not feeling anything, is it because I'm not allowing myself to? Well, that's a different question. We can dive in deep in that. But here's, here would be my follow-up question. If you don't feel anything, is that okay? If nothing's coming up, is that okay? Or do you have the story like I should be feeling something? This is where sitting in silence is powerful. It's so powerful. Your level of surrender and depth and, and, and awareness just deepens with every minute. Every minute you ask yourself the question, what can I surrender to? What can I allow myself? And last night, it was pretty funny. Last night, I, uh, I turned off all the Wi-Fi. I turned off all the electronics. I left my phone and my laptop in the, uh, in the lounge room. I just went in my bedroom, turned off all the Wi-Fi, everything in the house. And I just sat there for like two hours before I went to sleep. And it was, it was expansive to just sit there for that long before I go to sleep. But as I was sitting there, just feeling and, and just holding a space for all this uncertainty, right? When I, as I move forward in my business, uh, there's a lot of uncertainty moving forward, 
right? A lot of you guys know some of you are in the in the uh, the beta group where we're starting this week. Go our first call tomorrow. It's gonna be awesome. I'm putting together some videos for the online uh, course. I'm hiring a VA. I'm in the process of interviewing virtual assistants for some help with my getting out content and managing Instagram and stuff like that that I don't have time for. And it's just really, really, it brings up a lot of uncertainty, but it's also very expansive, also very expansive. And it's just been, it's just an amazing exercise. It's scary. It's expansive. There's growth, but I know like I make all this, all these investments in my business, like in business courses, this new computer that I think is working okay now, um, you know, investing in getting some help and all those different things. And although it's scary, it's scary in my body, right? And it feels expansive and exciting. I move forward every time with the focus that it's for those who I can serve. Because I know that as I grow my business, you're also growing your businesses, right? And I love stepping into that example, being the example and leading myself first. And so every time I make a scary investment or I do something that I know would move me forward or expand me further or sit in silence for two hours before bed, whatever it may be. And I think I don't really, my mind doesn't really want to do it. My mind's like, just watch another, another video or whatever it may be, or I'll do some reading or something, something that I think is comfortable, but not as expansive. I always have the folks. I'm like, what can I do to serve and contribute at different levels? Right. What can I do to, to serve at different levels? And that's the answer I get is always move forward on what's expansive. Not only so that I can grow and find out who and what I really am, but also because of the, the byproduct I'm able to give and contribute, right? Many of you may know that I meditate about two hours a day in silence and I've been doing that for about 10 months. And because of that work, because I hold that space so much for myself, I'm able to do that so quickly for you guys as well with so much compassion and understanding, right? Because most of the patterns that are coming up in people, I've also been through and I hold a space for in myself. And so I can very, very quickly see where the unconscious pattern might be because I do it so much for myself. And obviously I invest in courses and coaches and all those different things as well. So Elizabeth. Elizabeth is okay with not feeling anything, but I feel like I need to check things off my to-do list. Yeah, me too. My mind thinks that. That was the biggest thing. When I sat down for six hours, the first day I did this, I sit down for six hours in this chair. And the biggest thing that came up was you shouldn't be doing this. You need to do more productive activities. And that fear and uncertainty and that push, that pattern that said, you need to do, do your to-do list, put more content out there, do more income generating activities, right? Who's been there where you feel that push, you feel that, uh, you feel like it's a push, 
But when you feel your body and your heart, it also feels contracting, right? Because it, it feels contracting and not expansive because for me, at least, it was a pattern that says, I need to do this to remain like I'm enough, right? I need to do this to remain enough. I need to do this and grow my business and get more clients and make more income and have engaging posts so that I can give myself permission that I'm loved, right? That's, and that's why I was feeling, it was feeling contracting to continue with that pattern, but expansive to sit down and look at that pattern instead of taking action from that pattern. And when you hold a space for those emotions that are coming up, that's exactly what you're doing as well. James says, yeah, I've been off meditation brain for a bit and I miss it. There are a lot of, uh, that a lot of my stress will be lighter if I do it. Yeah. Time to get back to it for sure. Who's willing to, who's willing to do some more meditation this week? <laughs> Seems like a lot of people can, can, uh, expand their souls because of it. So when he says helping others clean up their personal messes or personal life makes it difficult for me to focus on my business. Mm. I love these types of things where you're like, it's, it's really cool to ask yourself the expansion of what feels aligned, right? What feels aligned? Is it, does it feel like a pull to help others? Does it feel like more of who and what I am to help others and be away from my business for a while? Does it feel in my expansion to focus on my business and let all of that go? Or when you tap into your creativity, is there a way you can expand both at the same time? When he says, no, it's traumatizing. There's your clue. This is what I, uh, this is what I got from, from Kyle Cease. I was, I was watching a Kyle Cease video and he was saying that your head will give you ultimatums. And I was, I was learning this in when I was doing my coach training as well with Tony Robbins. It's like, there's always, there's always ultimatums that your mind, your physical mind will give you. It's like, should I, whenever I used to wake up, I used to ask myself, should I relax? Should I relax or should I do work? Should I chill out or should I get some stuff done? Right? Who's been there? Who's been there asking themselves that question? Elizabeth says every day. Once I started meditating and just being there for whatever comes up and just deepening my level of surrender. I started realizing my heart can do both. This to me is very relaxing, right? I've got my tea, I've got my blanket and I'm just sharing what's on my heart, sharing, sharing what's on my mind. It's very relaxing. It's very expansive. It's very in flow. And I just love communicating with you guys 
but it's also getting content out there, right? It's also adding value. It was actually a, it was actually an idea that came from my meditation to do these calls, right? It really was. After a, I think it was like an hour or two hour meditation, I just my heart just said, just do some Zoom calls, just do some, just do some group coaching, just do do it live, just allow people to jump on and just do some coaching and just share what what you're going through. And that was. Yeah, about 10, 10 months ago, something like that. I mean, I've been doing it every week. Right? Will that shift? Probably. Will I change it up? Totally. I just continue to feel in what feels what feels expansive. And now Barbara is is thanking me. She's so grateful I listened to myself. Me too. Me too. And I'm grateful that you guys are here. It's so cool that people show up each week and just hear me rambling on about nothing. Now, here's the question you can ask your heart is what is in your expansion? If you were to just breathe right now, and truly just feel that you're okay with everything, if you're completely okay with what you're feeling, any emotions that are coming up, if you can imagine yourself in a bubble where you're just okay with everything that's happening externally, where no matter what happens outside of you, you can just feel this inner peace. When you're truly truly in a space where you're okay with everything, where you surrender to everything, internal and externally, that's when you really start getting guidance from your heart. And you know it's not coming through the filter of your patterns. The ego has a couple main patterns. One is around safety. Two is around significance. These are the main patterns. But in moments when you're okay with everything, in moments when you feel safe, where you feel peaceful, no matter what is happening, those patterns start to drop. But when we don't take the time to sit in meditation and, and, and feel all of this, our ideas and guidance and, uh, and what we feel we need to do next may go through the pattern of what do I need to do to remain safe or what do I need to do to remain significant, right? Or enough or special or loved. But when you just sit there in the moments when you feel I am okay, I am safe, I'm loved, no matter what, no matter what I feel, I can, I can feel loved even if I feel sad. I can feel loved and know that I'm loved even if I have anxiety. Even if 
my bank account goes to zero. Or even worse, my Instagram followers go to zero. <laughs> I'm not on Instagram, but I know people. People obsess sometimes about their following. Even if that's the case, can you feel you're just as at peace? To just love. And in fact, even in those moments, even if something was to happen like that, that your mind doesn't think should happen or that your mind doesn't want to have happen, what you might also feel is that in those moments is when you can have the most amount of love for other people, where you feel the most amount of connection, you feel the most amount of unity consciousness. Right? It's in these moments. I'll, I'll tell you a story. Um, I was growing my business and it was in the moment when I was stressed and a bit worried. And I was, uh, this was about three years ago. I was stressed, stressed and worried. I wasn't getting clients. And I was, wasn't getting enough engagement on my posts. And I didn't know how to grow a business. And I was frustrated. I was looking at my laptop and I was frustrated. And I was getting ready to go to work where I used to work at a, at a restaurant. And I checked my phone and my brother messaged me and messaged the group chat that we have with our mates and said that one of our mates has been hit by a car. He was on his bike. He was driving over a, um, a main bridge that we have here in Melbourne and he was hit by a drunk driver and he was in hospital and we didn't, we didn't really know what was going to happen. And even thinking back there makes me want to cry because I, 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 remember, I remember thinking I was just missing the mark. I was looking at my laptop and I was like, this is just a game. It's just a game. But sometimes we think the game is life. But it's in those moments, like when a dear friend, one of the most kind people I know, is in a coma and we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if it's going to make it. Doctors aren't sure of the extent of the damage. Where you actually start realizing what matters. And it's almost like instantly you're taken out of this illusion that you are loved through what you do or you're enough through your business success. And I think about that day all the time. It turns out my friend, my friend was fine. He went through some extensive rehab and he was, it was a very bad accident. Um, but he's, he made a full recovery eventually. And even just seeing all my mates message in the group, asking which hospital he's at made me, made me know that there's a lot more. There is so much more going on. There's so much more connection, so much more love, so much more joy, so much more 
uh, that we can contribute. And that's the same with everyone. Every day you can wake up and feel this level of, of love and joy and abundance. And yeah, our mind will kick in sometimes where that's part of being human. It's one part of being human is that sometimes we just get drawn into it. We just get drawn into the ego's perspective of safety and significance. And that's all beautiful as well. That's all just as beautiful. But I believe life will always help us come to what's true, whether that's through insight, through meditation. Sometimes that's through pain. What Zen Buddhism called Kensho, where your where life will walk you through some pain to break away some stories, to break away an illusion, to help you have an insight of awakening. So hopefully this resonates. Hopefully people uh, are listening. But let me know if that helped. I'm more than happy to share any other stories. Wouldn't be the first time I've cried on a on a Zoom call or Facebook Live. But here's what you can also ask yourself. What is what is your biggest fear and what is something that you would really truly miss if it wasn't here anymore if the things that are triggering you like for a family member family members are a big example because they're the ones we love the most but they're the ones that trigger us the most right and so my question Think about the little things that trigger you and then think about that trigger no longer being there because your loved one's no longer there. If your loved one was no longer there, how much would you want that trigger to be back? Whether it's something silly they say or something they do or you know, a habit they have. And that instantly brings you out of this illusion that things need to be the way I think they should be. So for example, if my brother, I live with my brother and, you know, and uh, it's, it's truly powerful how well we get on. It's, he's just my best friend. And, uh, but I was thinking, I'm like, some things might be triggering or some things that might uh, annoy me. Like when, when we start the shower in this house, it goes really loud, like this thudding through the house. And it's pretty funny. It's only for a few seconds while the, it's turning on. But I'll be on a call like this, whatever, and I'll hear that thud in the, in the walls. And then... I'm like, I'm, I'm a little bit triggered. I'm like, oh man, that's so annoying. But then I think if my brother wasn't here anymore, how much I would want to hear that. And instantly just gives you a deeper perspective on what matters most. And therefore you can live in a place of appreciation and love and gratitude and joy 
no matter what's happening. So before we finish up, does anyone have any questions? This went a little bit more deep than what it normally does. But while we're finishing up here, it'd be awesome to just wrap up to just appreciate even the smallest things. Maybe you can even appreciate the emotions that are coming up around fear, around doubt. If you were happy all of the time, you would be miserable because there'd be nothing to compare it to, right? If you were just the same way day in, day out, if you were happy all of the time, I can guarantee you would be more attracted to sad movies. You'd be more attracted to sad movies because the body needs variety. The body needs the roller coaster emotions, the spice of life, right? It's just when we feel all these different emotions, we have stories about it. We have judgments about it, about what we think we should or shouldn't be feeling. I can guarantee if you felt the same way all of the time, then your body would, you, you, you would need to do that. Tony Robbins, in, in my coach training, Tony Robbins talks about this. It's called the crazy eight. Those of you who are even depressed, I can guarantee you, you don't feel depressed all of the time. Your body can't. Your body needs variety, right? Your body needs variety. And so when someone's sad, what you'll find is that they stay sad for a while, but then they go to a more uh, action-orientated emotion, which is anger often. And then someone who's angry all the time, what you'll find is they can't stay angry all of the time they go too sad. And then they go in what this, what Tony Robbins calls this crazy eight, where you go sad, angry, sad, angry, sad, angry. Even in those uncomfortable emotions, we need variety. We always need variety. So right now, can you have appreciation for all the emotions that are coming up? Can you enjoy it? You enjoy being sad in, in sad movies. You enjoy being scared in scary movies. You enjoy the emotional roller coaster of movies because you have a different story about your emotions in those moments. What about your life? What about your life? When I'm going out there and I'm hiring a VA and I'm like, I've got no clue who to hire. And I don't know how to do that process. I don't know how to grow a team never done that before, never worked on that skill set and brings up a lot of anxiety or brings up a lot of stress or worry. I also, at some level, I send appreciation and love to that side of me that's anxious. I wouldn't want to get rid of that because that's also growth. That's also excitement. Right? What's the difference between that excitement and fear? or that excitement and anxiety, it's all the same. It's all like getting outside your comfort zone and reaching that unknown so that you have more to contribute. So for the rest of this week, 
uh, whether you want to type here in the chat or maybe in the comments if you're if you're watching on the in facebook just let me know type in yes if for the rest of this week you're willing to share and feel appreciation for all emotions for all the emotions that are coming up doesn't have to be full appreciation if it's a new pattern for you, new habit, but just a slight more appreciation, slight more love, slight more gratitude for all the emotional spectrum. We've got Wendy, Jamie, Elizabeth, beautiful. Laura, Barbara, Kimberly, Yen. Awesome. Beautiful. Sandra's still not sure how, but she'll try. Beautiful. Lisa's in. Awesome, guys. Now that's beautiful. This is the this is the deep inner work, right? Because once you accept, here's here's the here's the loop. Here's the summary. I said at the start. The only reason why you don't go and do what it is you know you should do or know or what your heart is calling you towards is because of an emotion you think that will bring is because of the vibration that you think that will bring. But if you have compassion, love, gratitude for that vibration, there's literally nothing holding you back. Literally, there's nothing holding you back. Because you can go out there and the worst thing can happen. The worst thing that can happen. You lose all your money. You lose all your friends. Lose all your Instagram followers. Whatever it may be. And you're still just fine with whatever's happening in here. Think about the level of growth. Think about the level of example you'll be, you will be. Think about the level of contribution in which you can make from that place. What high level ideas will you have from that place? What higher level guidance will you get from your heart? Because you are okay with whatever you feel and you actually have appreciation for whatever you'll feel on that journey. And what you'll start to feel is that anxiety and stress and worry transforms into a bit of excitement. And that excitement shifts to anticipation shifts into this wonder of life. One of my meditations or one of my focus for my meditation, I just sit there and feel this awe of life, this wonder of life. Ever since I started reading Wayne Dyer's book and started, studied a lot of Taoism, just this thing that connects us all, this unity consciousness, Buddha consciousness, or the Tao, whatever you want to call it, fascinates me. And I feel that. And I feel just this, this curiosity, this awe of life and synchronistic things just start happening. It's powerful. Really, really powerful. I'm glad you guys are actually taking some action, doing the inner work and 
transcending some patterns. What you'll start to feel is even after this call, the more and more and more you'll start to feel you're releasing some patterns. Releasing some patterns that your ego was attached to around safety, around significance. And what you'll start to find is that there's a deeper meaning, a deeper level of love. There's always a deeper level of guidance within you. We are all driven to, we're all pulled to grow and contribute. And that's the, the magic, the magic of life, I find. So thank you for everyone showing up live here on Zoom. Thank you everyone watching on, on Facebook. If you want me to do more of this, uh, let me know in the comments because I'm uh, more than happy to share every week if this is, if this is beneficial for everyone. But definitely let me know who the hell is keen to feel more of those amazing vibrations in your body, knowing that you're growing, knowing that you're looking to expand, knowing that you're looking to contribute at different levels. If that's not exciting, I don't know what is. I don't know what is. But thank you so much, guys. Have an awesome rest of your week. I'll see you guys next week on the, on the, in the serving circle for the collaborative call. I'm looking to bring some awesome, awesome people to introduce you to. Feel free to put that in on your calendar. This will be same day, same time each week. A lot of you have put it in your calendar so that we can uh, take some time out of our week to do this inner work to remind us of what's true. And I shall see you guys next week on those calls. I'm glad my new computer didn't crash. All good signs, eh? <laughs> Beautiful, guys. Have an awesome rest of your week. It's been an absolute pleasure. Take care, everyone.